Hi girlies, welcome to episode 8. I am Curly Derma. Today we are discussing porosity of hair. It is a confusing topic for many. It is an important characteristic of hair that is to be considered before selecting your products. Porosity is determined partly by genetics and partly by chemical or thermal treatments on hair. It is classically divided into low, medium and high. Low porosity hair It has a tightly bound cuticle layer. The moisture entry is difficult. It repels water and resists the penetration of products. Once moisture enters hair, it is difficult to lose it. It lacks protein gaps, so can get overloaded easily with protein-rich products. It is also prone for build-up as products accumulate on hair. Medium porosity hair. It has a looser cuticle, allows the right amount of moisture to enter while preventing too much from escaping. High porosity. It can be an inherent property of hair or damage from chemical processing or environmental insults. Hair has gaps and defects in cuticle. It lets too much of moisture into hair. How can you identify your hair's porosity? One is by a gas option test. It detects the flow of gas through hair. It is expensive and done in laboratory setting only. Fragrance test. It is based on the principle of gas option test. If your hair smells of smoke when you return from a smoking room, it may be high porosity. Next is a hair drying test. If the hair takes too long to dry, it can be low porosity. Next is a float test. It is the most common test used but the most fallacious one as well. It is done by placing a strand of hair in a beaker with water. It is left for 10 minutes and see if the hair has sunken or if it floats. If it sinks, it is high porosity and if it floats, it is low porosity. It is based on the fact that high porosity hair absorbs water well, increases in weight and sinks whereas low porosity hair repels water and floats. Most curlies decide they have low porosity hair based on the float test. Why is the result skewed to low porosity? Let us see. Hair has a thin layer of sebum or may have oil applied as a pre-poo. It can ripple water and make hair float. Shampooed hair without using conditioner can give a reliable result only if it is squeaky clean without any residual oil. Shampoos with conditioning ingredients can influence the test again. Fine hair weighs less than coarse hair. This weightlessness may also contribute to fine hair floating in water and giving the result as low porosity. Temperature of water. It may influence a test. Warm water can remove oil from hair and make it sink and vice versa. Also, the protein structure of hair may undergo certain changes according to temperature. Low porosity hair is classically said to be protein sensitive and when this result is got from the float test, the person may avoid using protein containing product altogether and that may eventually result in a moisture overloaded hair. So how can you avoid such fallacies when assessing the hair? If the simplest way is to assess the behavior of hair during a wash day. If it accepts products well, how long it takes to dry? Does it wet readily on shower? Does it change rough on adding high molecular weight protein rich products? Does it get built up easily etc. If you have assessed your hair correctly and concluded, let us discuss how to care for each type. Low porosity hair. It benefits from deep conditioning with heat by using either heat caps or steamer or warming your products. Heat enables the entry of moisture and products into hair. 
Use light products which are water-based with lots of humectants and clarify often to reduce buildup. Avoid proteins of very high molecular weight and add amino acids and small protein fresh products. Try and evaluate such products and see how your hair behaves. And how can you hair for a high, care for high porosity hair? Avoid bleach, hair dyes, heat and chemical treatments which can enhance the protein gaps in the cuticle. Do regular deep conditioning and protein treatment. High porosity hair can lose moisture easily. So, we have to use leave-in conditioner, curl cream with emollients and also as gels as sealants. I had mentioned earlier that low porosity curlies need not avoid using proteins entirely. When using a product, first assess the type of protein in it. The molecular size of protein determines how it acts on hair. Proteins of size less than 500 Dalton can penetrate hair and size nearly 1000 Dalton can have cationic action and coat hair. Small sized proteins are amino acids and peptides. Amino acids example are serine, proline, glutamic acid, valine, leucine and threonine. Next in size comes hydrolyzed silk, keratin, soy and corn. Medium to high sized is gelatin which is partly hydrolyzed collagen. Next in size comes hydrolyzed wheat, quinoa, oats and rice. Small peptides and amino acids have moisturizing property. They form a film over hair, acts as humectants, impart moisture and prevents moisture loss. Larger molecules like hydrolyzed wheat can fill porosities and damage sites and impart flexibility and elasticity to hair. Next you need to know the position of the protein in the ingredient list. The first 5 to 6 ingredients are the those with highest percentage. If you find protein among those, it is a protein rich product. If protein comes midway of the list, it can be said to have mild protein. Then we need to assess what are the other ingredients as hydrolyzed proteins can have humectant activity as well. So the percentage and the protein type determines how a product will act. If protein comes among the last of ingredients, it can be said to be a moisture rich product as a percentage of protein may be less than 1 percentage. Hope I have discussed lucidly on how proteins can be and should be used for low porosity hair. It is an age old myth that low porosity hair should avoid all kinds of proteins and we have debunked that now. But what is the actual scientific evidence we have on porosity? When I started my research on articles and evidence on porosity, I was baffled that not many dermatology textbooks, scientific articles or studies, they do not talk about it and there are no studies as such. At one point I was at doubt whether it is an anecdotal evidence based on a personal experience. Then I came across few articles that describe porosity in a hair stylist viewpoint that is based on the ability of hair to take up dyes and retain it. I also came across studies using the specific characteristic of hair porosity to gather evidence in forensics for estimating the level of cocaine and amphetamine from hair. So I have searched prominent databases like PubMed, ResearchGate etc. and have reached a conclusion that the term porosity was mainly a hair stylist discovery when they found difficulty in some hair textures to take up color, perming or straightening. So they term that hair low porosity one. A higher porosity hair can easily change the color, change the texture and shape of it. 
so the concept of porosity exists but studies done on it are very meager and as i always say science is ever changing new studies will come up and i am looking forward to it until then i am using my deductions and research to back up the debunking of myths like flawed test and protein avoidance by low porosity hair what are the processes that develop the porosity of hair from its baseline which is genetically determined now we know that porosity is genetically determined and can be either low or high to start with it can be affected by endogenous factors like aging stress extrinsic factors like ph of hair care products treatments that alter the cell membrane complex and 18 mea of hair the treatments that alter the hair bonds like perming straightening etc porosity of hair is increased when the ph is alkaline like it is above 9 or chemical treatments which are usually alkaline causes change in cell membrane complex hair bonds and 18 mea and thermal treatment to hair can you have a mixed porosity yes each hair strand can have a varied porosity the root may be low or medium and as the hair lengthens the ends being the oldest part and subjected to environmental damage it can be of high porosity brushing combing friction while sleeping wearing hat blowing around in wind wearing ponytails and braids overwashing of hair bleaching permanent dyeing chemical relaxing perming sun exposure all are causes of weathering so your whole head of hair and even each hair strand can have mixed porosities so how can you cater to these mixed porosity hairs do you know different products no you don't need you can pre-poo with penetrative oils like coconut sunflower olive avocado or grape seed on ends and for scalp massages you can use castor oil cocoa butter flaxseed oil etc and use products with proteins or amino acids film forming humectants like flaxseed gel okra gel pectin cellulose etc give periodic trims and give special care to the ends of hair and take care of the moisture protein balance in your products hope we had an interesting discussion on porosity i'll be back with another detailed session on curly hair care thank you